Top Hill Recording Podcast, episode 159. What's up, fellas? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. How's it going, buddy? All right. So this, I think this is our first no-show, man, in 159 episodes. Really? Legit. Yeah. That's a good... That's a uh, that's a good percentage. Yeah, yeah. So we've had we've had some people like have to reschedule, and we'll, but we'll have a day or two, you know. But never, uh, never a no show. Hey, but let's be honest though, that is an amazing track record. record considering yeah. we work with musicians, <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I love them all. Don't get me wrong. And I, but we are. Uh, we can be flaky sometimes. Indeed. So we're just gonna give a podcast update, man. Just yeah. what's been going on. I mean, things have changed a lot. <laughs> we've uh Yeah. We've got the video podcast going and you know everybody I talked to at least have been pretty understanding while we're uh, on the video learning curve. And it's been a big curve. Got Dusty Bow in here with us tonight. Yo, yo. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that I can imagine. And I, I, was the when when did you guys start doing the video? Because when I saw it, it looked like you guys like you had already known Ooh. what was going on. I thought he was going to say when I saw it, it looked like somebody just learned a new <laughs> no, video. Man, it looked, no, legit, it looked like you guys like had done some test runs or something before. Like to like it didn't look like you just yeah. started doing no. it, which was cool. They're getting uh, a little bit better every time, but man, yeah. so the very first one we did, we set up cell phones. <laughs> I mean, like you're shooting a video of somebody, hey, for Prime or something. <laughs> and, and we set up four. We set up four phones that way. And for some people, you're thinking phones. Well, you know, we've gone back and forth, but the the phone cameras now, you really can't beat them. No. So why? Better than most cameras. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Camera cameras. When we first started the one shot, we did some tests with some some cameras that are used for by a lot of YouTubers and things, and, and the cell phone camera was better. Uh, so, by a lot. Is vi- the video available just on YouTube, or is it also like is there wait like Spotify? Spotify cool. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still available audio anywhere you get your podcast. Yeah, yeah, but it is so. it is cool to be on Spotify, and you know, uh, the the episode comes on, you see the video, like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Brad. What? Yeah, yeah. But you know what? We didn't think about just because we didn't know nobody's ever been trained in video. You know, you set up four cameras. And they all look different. So oh. every time we and we've got a switcher, we bought a, a switcher. Yeah, I'll show Brent, the switcher. Yeah, okay. Brent's using now. I'm not used to switching to myself. I'm usually like Brent's usually off the camera. This is the switcher yeah. here. So, so. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, well, we didn't uh, realize when we started with the videos how much more money we were getting ready to spend. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, that's just constant, man. <laughs> Worth it. So we've kind of had this progression. So the first time. We're trying to, in post-production, we're trying to, and I, I did it the first week, and I spent the whole week trying to get the colors balanced and everything. It doesn't look very good if you go back and, and look at that one, but it's it's okay. Then Neil took over the video, and the next week we learned ISO and shut, shutter speed, right? Yeah. So we set, make sure all the phones were set on the same shutter speed, oh, right. same ISO, and trying to get the exposure similar. So that was a, a uh, little bit. Well, it's just like stuff that you have no clue what you're talking about until, like now we do. But when we started, it was, we were like, hey, let's set these things up and hit this button and then that'll be that. You know, yeah. it, it seemed easy. Yeah. Uh, just like everything else. One camera we, is easy. Yeah. One camera is <laughs> yeah. hit the button. Yeah. There is no cuts. There's no, and, and, 
really, I wonder what we could have done in post. You know what we didn't do, man? What are we drinking? Hold on, what are we drinking? First Cheers. of all. We are drinking. Cheers. Hello, my name is Rye. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. I'll put that there. Here, let me put it right by your head. Hello, my name is Rye. <laughs> Very good. So we really don't know what that is, but it is good. Yeah. We do know it came from our, our good friend, Mr. Our, Don here. Bourbon Insider. Yeah. Well, it's better than the uh, Infinity Bottle last again? week. I will Phil. say that. <laughs> it's better than the Infinity Bottle from last week. I will yeah. say that had nine yeah. X's on it. Uh, yeah. I don't know uh, if I, I, I'm happy or sad that that bottle uh, disappeared that quick. It's kind of sad it's gone after all that time, but. Trap King Kai church friends hurt that baby. They, they didn't even save us one little thing to keep it going. <laughs> nine X's because hey. it was a 90 proof? Is that what? Or nine, why different would, no, nine, nine different bourbons oh. mixed, mixed oh. together. But you know, we brought, yeah, we, it was we, a bring, we bring bourbon yeah. out to drink it with friends. That's right. So check I, this you out. You know, if one we, thing I have never understood is bourbon collector bottles. No. I mean, what the hell? Here's a... You know what? Me neither. Here's my, here's yeah. my 2013 L championship bottle of Maker's It still has bourbon in it that what? I'll never drink. <laughs> it's so funny. My dad's got two of those. Exactly. I'm just like... I, I, I get you. I'm the I'm same. Like, you know I'm next love, time he goes out of town, let's go to his house and drink him. Save the bottle. <laughs> save the bottle. Drink it. That, well, Put tea in it. I, I guess... Yeah. I, I don't have a display. You know, so it, I guess if you have a display, it makes more sense than if you like, like you have a spot where you, a couple spots where you can go, hey, here's my collector's bourbon that I'll never drink, which still makes no sense. But like, if you don't have, like, I just put my stuff in a cabinet and once it's in there, it's going to get drank. Who's yeah. this? That's our whoever. Oh, that's our yeah. guest. That's called the. <laughs> that's our, our refill. Yeah. yeah, this is the winners. Uh, whoever wins at drinking there's the quickest gets that one. We won't. Oh, wow. I'm not in a hurry. We won't call out our no show, but he didn't know what week. He didn't know what day of the week it was. Might not know what week it was. I either. called him and said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I called him and said, uh, "Are you close?" Because he's like a three hour drive away. He said, "Oh, I'm so sorry." He thought it was Sunday. <laughs> well, maybe he's had no power either. Well, yeah, yeah. that's a thing. That's right been now. a thing. Is your power on, Dustin? It is. Oh. Power's on, internet's out. So that's something we can do. So every time that we're in a situation like this and we go to dark, and especially when it's dark for a day or two, don't don't you, are you just not like, think about the days where there was no electricity and what life was about? Even... Even when we got it bad, we got modern plumbing, we've got a lot of things. But could you imagine day and night living in, in a, no. a time? <laughs> Speaking of plumbing, no. have, you, have you ever gone to anybody's house, man? Plug <laughs> and, and you have a shit hit you, man. You take a shit and the damn toilet won't flush. Has that ever happened to you? It, it, it has. <laughs> it's, it's been a while, actually, but until tonight. <laughs> That was a wonderful thing when you asked the the owner of the home, hey, do you got a I got a plunger around? Because there's not one in the bathroom that I just clogged. <laughs> you gotta feel better. I'm just now. glad it wasn't me, man. I was like, I've got, got, got plenty of stories. I've got plenty of stories for a while. I'm just gonna get rid of this thing. Yeah, but Brent's always the winner of the, the best stories when it comes to Hey, but to you that. know the good thing about that though. How, how many people did you just see hanging outside last couple of days while electric's been out? Just oh, hanging a lot. out. Yeah. Kids playing, yeah, yeah. The olden days, so good man. too. Yeah, yeah, and definitely. Don't start sounding like an old man now. 
I remember when. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. So, so Dusty, uh, the future co-host, man, is getting ready to be on the resume. Yep. Future temporary co-host. Hell yeah. So I got some Not things. Not taking your job. No, I guest got some things co-host. going on. Guest, guest co-host. Go. Future Dude. guest co-host. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Starting next next episode. Next episode. Yeah, I'll still be able. I'll still be around. But next episode, he's gonna be right here where I'm sitting. And who's so, on that one? Who's the guest on that one? Next episode is. I don't know. I don't know. We can't check our we phones check because our, they're all recording video. Oh, right? <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> yeah, it's like earlier, March 14th. Let me check my. Never mind. It's I, a surprise. Look like yeah. it. <laughs> surprise. Yeah, we'll, we'll, tune in. we'll find out after we record this. Yeah, Brad will be here judging next week. He'll be like, <laughs> let's see how it was this hard goes. to watch you guys set up tonight, man. <laughs> I just felt like I had to sit on my hands or something. Yeah, you you just told me I was being antsy and needed to sit down. I was like, no, nah, I'm just doing what you usually do. <laughs> It was funny to, for for me to watch you watch them. You uh, know what I mean? I was getting because you can when we're you're so used to doing, you know, it's something like it almost reminds me like when I would like have the band load the trailer the way I did or whatever, like just trying like monitoring. It's like now, now you got to do this, you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you have your particular ways of doing th- well, yeah. things and whatnot. Particular ways. Yeah. And, and Neil said, "How'd you say? It? You said it nice that you." I you said, will adhere to my weirdness is basically what you in- said. <laughs> the intricacies of Brad. You know, just the things that, that you do, I, I'll make sure to do them the same. And and Brad has it all up here. Like, we're going to have to make one massive checklist to be able to remember everything. Wrong. You all did it tonight. FaceTime, <clears throat> homie. Uh, or, fa- hey man. or FaceTime. Look at this. Did we do this right? All right, here's what we're going to do. It. Hey. Yeah. So, uh, hey, y'all set it up tonight. Yeah, it was pretty easy, though. And you only told me one time, hey, settle down. <laughs> what would I say when you said that? Oh, I told you you I'm didn't have the mic to, set up. <laughs> I know you used to, yeah. yeah. So you need to get the mic set up, man. Just, hey, settle down. Like this. <laughs> cool the jets, man. Cool the jets. Uh, uh, I, man, it's it's got to be a little weird. Let's, you know, think about that. Number one, for it to be, you are normally the one for three years that set up everything i mean legit especially when it was audio i w- i didn't i didn't do anything i, I usually came breezing in from work uh ready to roll maybe spending the last few hours listening to whoever's going to come in yeah. just so i would have some type of idea of what we we're what we we're going to have and i didn't touch a computer yeah. i, I it, if I needed to run a quarter or do anything, I definitely would, and I'm all about it. But for many of those times, I didn't have to. I didn't have to do anything. So when you do that, when it's your routine and it's part of the process, and part of that setup is part of your winding into the into the podcast, and you know, mm-hmm. so I, I could imagine that changing things with the video and then and kind of being like, all right, let's see if you guys can do it is different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Antsy, maybe. Yeah. No, it's just, uh, I don't know. I like to do things. Yeah. I like to, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's hard to, it's hard to sit and just, just watch. Especially yeah. once you get like in your routine, your groove and like you have, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, and, and, and you know, you've said it many times, mm-hmm. you are a one, two, three, four, five, oh, yeah. six, seven. So when three through six is taken care of by somebody else and you got to go two to seven, it, it 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 
it might take you a second to go, Oop. Yeah. boom, or may not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm not nearly as bad as I used to. I, I, I used to be like Sheldon, man. Really? Yeah. Who? Yeah. <laughs> Sheldon? Sheldon? Oh, what's his last name? Bang, I don't know. Big yeah, Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched it. I never watched it, but I just knew yeah, he's yeah. a weird, a weird what a character, to. man. They ended up making like a like a precursor show, didn't they? Like growing up yeah, with Sheldon, Sheldon, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what is that going to be like for you, man? Uh, watching, having to, having to, you know. Tune oh no, in. I'm good. No, that's no, it'll be good. I mean, you'll still be uh, definitely part of the process with all the editing and stuff, but yeah, uh, not going to be weird. Be like, well, that's weird. Dusty's in my seat, man. I'll just wear one of my Air- AirPod Pros, and you can just, I'll just call you. And you, can just, you can just be. <laughs> Brad in my wants ear. to ask. Yeah, Brad's for Brad. So if this is a dumb question, it's not for me. <laughs> Wait a minute, we have a question coming in. We we were we were gonna try to have Brad in like virtually, but then we realized the guests wouldn't be able to hear him. Like yep. what he was saying, he'd be able to hear us. A speaker, but we wouldn't be able to. We wouldn't be able to hear him <laughs> with a head taped to <laughs> just a, Like we were gonna, we were gonna put an iPad mounted there, yeah. like right behind your head. We could like uh, we could see you talking. Put you in an old TV, like Max Headroom or something from back in the day. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. No, it'd be good. But I mean, it's. Uh, I feel like we got a production going now because you know all this, all this kind of stuff. The reason. Th- it's hard to be consistent. That's why so many podcasts just start and fade out. Yeah. And now we got kind of a production going where we split the workload. We've we've got pretty good spacing on how often we record and have guests come in. And, I mean, I don't feel any kind of burnout or anything now. No, no man. It's cool seeing you guys. It's been growing. Like, this is, you know what I mean? It's been pro- progressing, which is awesome. It hasn't just yeah. been staying, like... It's evolving, it's, it's, hopefully. It's evol- yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's 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 not just and because what you even what you guys did before was great. You know, before you got the this new setup and before the video thing happened too. Like it was still an awesome thing. So it's cool that it's yeah. Even, well, we appreciate that. Yeah, man. man. Not just keeping going, but you're evolving and growing. It's awesome. And even on the the Spotify year in review, like the amount of content that you all put out was like top five or ten percent. Yeah, it? yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's a lot of content. Yeah, yeah. To be that consistent, I mean. Yep. It is a every week like it, that. It is that it's consistency, but it's uh you know we get we get a lot of people that give us their time and awesome music and you know it's yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's fun. We we never come in here and not have a good time. No, and we, it hasn't happened yet. And we don't do it so much where our wives hate us yet or yeah. hate or hate the thought of this. But place. that is a, but what we're getting ready to do though. In the past, whenever there was a a time that would come up where I couldn't be here for a little while. Neil and I, being the only two doing this, we would just stack podcast um, episodes. So we would be recording two or three a week for several weeks going into it. And that got to be, it's not as much the coming in and setting up and recording as it is the post-production post, yeah, stuff. I bet. Yeah, yeah. And, and that probably was terrible. I couldn't imagine doing a video Mm-mm. like that. It's a one-a-week deal. Yeah, it's like, you know, imagine. just because then you're putting... You know, you can only spend so much time there. That is a room behind us in that room with that thing before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can lose time. You could lose days in in, in editing. And what do you use for the video editing? What, what? Uh, DaVinci Resolve eighteen? It's amazing. Cool. And yeah. the free version, the free version is four gigabytes. It's amazing, dude. It has crazy what you can do. I don't know how 
how you would pay for something that does more than what that does because it's insane. DaVinci Resolve. But it is addicting. So I'm sure what happens is by the time you learn this free version, you're going to want some of those things you have to pay for. (laughs) Well, it just depends, but I'm learning how write-offs work. So our next step with uh, <laughs> our next step with video is the are, the are they just called color cards? Yeah, we're gonna try color cards. So like you set you set a color card in front of every camera, you know, just for a few seconds, and then you can use that color card to match perfectly oh. every camera. So then you don't have to do it in yeah. post. Really. Right. It's so he kinda... right now he's trying to do it just by eyeballing. Yeah. Yeah, it gets interesting. Why do you think so? I wonder why podcasts like burn out. I mean, we're what? This is three years. We're over three years now. And it's never been, you know, we've been real consistent, super easy with it. But I mean, do you think it's like ideas or, or like people run out of stuff to say? I think it's running out of content or not adapting and, and like changing like you all have of adding new features and everything. Yeah. Well, that and I would say too, because you guys actually like, give a damn you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you like you're you're good at um talking to an interviewing artist because i was telling cindy earlier when we were talking about me coming and do the guest spots like i've only done it one other time and i won't say who i was doing it with but they were just they didn't they one they weren't musicians they weren't they were they had other things they were into and whatnot but they were trying to do a music podcast but they were just they didn't know how to interview an artist and also they just really loved talking about themselves while oh, they were interviewing fun. people and it was just like okay i'm cool we came on here for an hour and a half and we talked about my record for 10 minutes or whatever uh, you know what i mean like yeah. it was just so that so i think also like yeah word of mouth like whenever i find an artist or most people i'm sure you get a lot of references from other people yeah, like, you don't even yeah. have to really go hunting for guests anymore no you know, no no probably now that, like, that's that was a yeah, that was a a huge growth hurdle was when we had to quit reaching out so much and people would reach out to us. Because I think I saw you scheduling. I think I saw I want to say it was Dittmeyer. Nick Nick Dittmeyer, I believe mm-hmm. he did something with you guys and I that's when I reached out. I believe that's who I saw okay. and yeah. when how I got in contact with you guys. But yeah, it's great. It's like, you know, that's it's awesome PR and like, you know, people artists need that. Yeah. So Yes. Well, and it's, you know, I, I think the a big thing for uh, us is we've never, we've never looked at numbers as the driving factor because mm-hmm. we don't, like, we, you know, we spend money, we don't make money. Um, it, but it's, that's never been a thing. It's like, how many views did we get this week? Right. How many of this did we get on this? Did, did this video, that is, it's, I don't think you if, 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 if you were hung up on those types of things, I don't see how you would last. Yeah. Well, and not only that, like, I'm, I'm pretty uninterested in that yeah that's not what matters you know it's the it's the conversations and the relationships and and those things that matter to me uh so it's like if you ever get a viewer listen that's cool too yeah um but it's more of you know not even like a labor of love just it's so much fun the evolution's crazy yeah think about it corner over there I think we need to really consider too, you know, when when Dusty was talking about his EP. I think that'd be a cool little segment to add. You know, we're talking about just having a band come in when they release an EP and just perform their EP live, start to finish. Yeah, that would be awesome. And just put that out as a show in itself. All right, so what would we call that? We that needs its own little thing, uh, like the 
not not individual. One shot, one mic, one EP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be easy enough. Huh? <laughs> it's just it needs to be like. Well, here's the real question: Would people want to release that before, or after, or simultaneously with the EP? That yeah, that's what I was literally just thinking too. I don't know, like because it's clearly. I would almost say, I don't know if it would compete with an EP because you're you know, not it's selling not, anything. Yeah, it's just no. online content. It would be on your all's channel. That's too. something that's been surprising well, with the podcast is is our our um, podcast listening numbers are about the same with adding the YouTube video as they were before the YouTube video. The same listens, and we're yeah, still getting the yeah. videos. It doesn't views. seem like. I mean, there's people, you know, like. Uh, I think the first few podcasts we've put out are, you know, they're up somewhere around 75 views now, something like that, 80 maybe. But those 80 views I haven't seen subtract from Any of our listens on, on other platforms. Well, so, and that's probably an evolution too because the, the video viewers are probably new. Maybe you know, so. like people that are actually seeing it like watching somebody specifically or get stuck in a rabbit hole because if we're still getting the listens then that maybe that I don't know maybe that translates to new media tell you what might be cool too is if you do the uh, if you do you know somebody comes in here and wants to record do a live EP give a song or two out for free and then have like or something like a Patreon or whatever to where like if you want to watch the whole thing, yeah. throw us ten dollars yeah. well, or five dollars, like, whatever, like something to where. Well, the big thing for me, especially when it comes to that, when it comes to their original material, is I we we don't we don't release that unlike Spotify or anything. So that's always something we give the artist the the thing to do. But I don't know if we would. Ch- I don't know if it would be our Patreon to do that, you know, because yeah. it feels like it's somebody else's yeah, talent, I guess so. somebody yeah, else's yeah. art. No, yeah. it isn't ours. It's not that. And if we did that, it would. That's well, true. not if we did that, but it would be something that, like, if any money comes out of this for video content or like that, it needs to go to the artist. Yeah, but also you guys should get, you know. But yeah, it would get. It would get. One thing we need to do. Is uh, so right now we've got uh, we've got monthly supporters, mm-hmm. and and you know it's just people that that want to support the podcast and they they subscribe to a, a set monthly amount that they donate and you know it, it helps a lot with cords and HDMI cables and and things like that. But we've had quite a few requests of some way to do a one time donation. Yeah, and we need to get that set up and it might be something that we can do through our website on Squarespace you know just set it up in, in our store now that we got a merchandise store so you can go yeah. out and you know we've got some merchandise out there uh, alright so I got a question so what what is the uh, the donation service through the anchor yeah stuff? it's through it's through so our what if we podcast did platform. set up a Patreon to where it's the same things same type of paywall and then we can give them like send a sticker for a certain amount or you know things like that. That'd be kind of cool. And that way, it's not tied to anchor. It's all ours. Comes here, you yeah, know, and be able to offer have a little bit more to offer. Yeah, Maybe extra it, videos or you know, I'll send. Uh, I'll take some 
shirtless photographs. <laughs> so <laughs> done. That's at least worth the dollar ninety nine. <laughs> Way, that, that would be that would be cool, and I, I, I think I think a lot of artists would be down to do it, even if it's just like I would. I if I had to, just off the top of my head, I would almost want it to be after the EP's release. Yeah. So it's like then people can hear it, too. and then it's like okay, we heard it, and then boom, we're gonna play it for you, you know, and then you can have a you know a link for the actual EP from you know the studio recording or whatever too. That's probably something we could do. Yeah, you could put that like when if we put that on YouTube in the the description, you could put links to purchase the EP or yeah. You know, I thought about that the other day. Is is we probably and one another thing we could probably do is get artists to send all their contacts to us, like you know, web pages and things like that, and include it in the video descriptions. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah. when people go to their video, they can find their stuff right there in the descri- description. Yeah. Now, now that we're talking about it more, I, I remember seeing this um, clip. I think it was <clears throat> Tyler, the creator, that was talking about how like so many independent artists will like promote, promote, market, market until when they release uh, up up to the release, and then it's like okay, then a week, maybe two weeks of promoting your album or song after that like you go hard for that like following week or two and then yeah. it's just kind of like okay yeah so it's like you know having more stuff to do after the record's released too would be cool but that's so true yeah I mean, i'm guilty of it nothing most people i think are we're just like well that, everybody's that's finding a, out about it but then when it's out it's like okay now what yeah well that type of work <laughs> yeah. is a, that type of work's a true grind it is you man. know that's why that that's why music promoting and business managers and things like that are such big business I mean, it's a grind to keep up on top of that all the time. I mean, just just staying on top of your social medias and trying to be, you know, trying to be relevant there. There's yeah, there's there's social media marketing teams. There's publicists, managers. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of there's like you said, there's there's a lot to do. Yeah, for an independent artist. You know, man, it's it's wild to think it used to be. It used to be you had to get the green light. All right, let me hear you. Let me, then we're gonna we're gonna uh, you know we're gonna take care of you, kid. We're gonna make you a big star. You know all that. And then it got to the point where it became easier to become a self-sustained uh, musician artist or make it on your own without having the machine behind you. And now it just seems near impossible with with the amount of musicians amount of uh social they all the i mean dude there are 12 year old kids that make me never want to play instruments again (laughs) so it's like you know it it can be intimidating but it's like how in the world there's room for all of it don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i mean obviously because there's so many so many followers and so many different uh platforms and people and blah 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 but it's 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 mind blowing and and daunting to think. How do you carve? How do you carve a path? Is it true that if I find a thousand people that are into everything I do, that I can sustain a career as a musician? What is it that that gets me to the point? Do I have to have the music, the social media stories, and um, the podcast? Do I have to have? What do you got to do, dude? Yeah. I mean, it seems so big yeah i i was legit thinking about that on the way over here just because you know just as when you're driving i was stuck in traffic for like a half hour so just 
whatever your mind gets running, but thinking it's like, how, how am I going to break them? How do you break the mold? Or how do you, how do you break through? You know, it's like, it's, again, there's just so many different ways. But then again, you see sometimes, I think it's, you know, it's always like a crapshoot, like, too, where it's like, even if you have a ton of followers, this, that, and the other, you might, you know, not be able to tour or you might just not deliver live or whatever. Or sometimes it's like you get people just get signed because they got great songs or they whatever. Know so, somebody or, you know. Yeah, yeah, or that's, yeah, totally. Dude, that's that's another thing. It's like, how many, how many songs have we sat in here and listened to and been, you know, moved one way or the other about how amazing that, tune is in whatever different way mm-hmm. that you feel that inside this room and and go there are 10 million more songs like this that probably were written today how how does it, it it's mind-blowing because you don't think that anything is better than anything else but what is the thing that gets through because there's some terrible shit on the radio <laughs> yeah, yeah you know there especially right now the popular music is oh uh, it, it's not very satisfying or moving to me in any way. I'm trying to remember the numbers now. I, th- I mentioned it on this podcast because I watched, uh, there's a show called History 101, and one of them was about MP3s. And they and one of the stats they threw out was how many songs, new songs per day is put out on just Spotify. I, I could totally be wrong, but I think it was like 600,000. It was something crazy. Yeah, well, that went every day. Me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I, I it remember, was something crazy. I remember like five or so years ago, somebody, one of my friends, told me this similar statistic. But it was, it was like thirty something thousand. That was, you know, yeah. a while ago. So it's, it wouldn't surprise me if it's already grown that much. Because for some reason, I'm thinking six. Maybe it was sixty thousand. But it was something crazy. Well, and I, yeah. I, uh, this reminded me of like sometimes when people, you know, when I'm playing a bar gig or whatever, and people are like, you know, any, you know, any any of this and i'm like nah i know like you know they're like well do you know any of this and i'm like no and then like man what do you know i was like well i know like 250 songs but there's, <laughs> i was like i don't know these things are there's a lot more that i don't know and then i looked it up because i was like just so pissed like curious i was like i wonder how many songs have been released and it was something like there's like been since 90 since like 92 or something i can't remember what it was they started doing the study or but there's been like 11 billion songs oh, or wow. something that's insane. crazy like, you just can't you know what i mean yeah. with with the way it is to upload how easy it is to upload now too and on that note hit me baby one more time was one of the big ones yeah oh yeah <laughs> 11 billion songs dude <laughs> max martin um but uh on that note i was talking with a friend the other night we were listening to a bunch of um Hank Williams and oh, yeah. and looked up just I was curious where you you know I didn't I, I didn't know if you recorded at like Sun Studios or whatnot but it was somewhere somewhere in Nashville and it was I think it said it was 19 1942 when he did his around it was in the 40s and uh I was just thinking I was like man one good th- one of the good things about how easy it is to release music today is how like I wonder how many other Hank Williams or Johnny Cash's there were then that nobody ever they just didn't even know what the hell a studio was yeah. like guys yeah. living out and you know working the coal mines or just out in the middle of nowhere that just didn't even have it's like didn't even have a radio but oh, they had man. a guitar you know what I mean that kind of yeah a mind fuck well, yeah. that's crazy to yeah. think about yeah there's there could have been I'm sure there was a lot a ton thousands of oh, game changing artists that never even got got discovered but 
at the same time. Yeah, that, I never even thought about that yeah. in any <laughs> facet whatsoever. Well, there's so much of a push-pull. You know, you think about like today, I mean, how many people are in the world right now? Seven billion seven and a half, seven. seven billion people. So what fraction of a percent of the world population do you need following you and being fans of you to make a hell of a good living? It's very, it's minute. So that's yeah. one side of it. But then yeah. the other side of it is that How many of them there's so iPhone? many people out. <laughs> there's some, well, if you just, even if you go to the United States, what, 300 million? Yeah. If you just go to the United some. States, still it's a fraction of a fan base that you need. But then there's so many people out there. Like, how do you get that fan base you need? To, yeah. And then they got to support, they got to buy your life. I mean, because that's what it boils down to. If they don't pay for your living then you don't have a living because that's what you need people to listen to you for so how do you get them to buy in completely to whatever it is you believe in? unfortunately one thing i think that's important is you can't be normal Ah. (laughs) you can't be a normal person well well, it's almost not even it's it's you can't be you can't allow normality to get in the way of your expression of art and there are people that don't care what society thinks they don't they don't really they don't care if you are okay with them being an artistic being they're just they are who they are that's who they are they live that it's 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 almost a it's almost it's refreshing but it's almost like a world revolves around me instead of the world just revolves type of deal you've got to have some type of feeling where you're here for a reason, uh, for the purpose of, of something, I think. I don't know, because I don't feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, it's interesting thinking about that. Like, you're talking about the world. Like, the I think it was Nicholas Johnson that we had like, mm-hmm. from Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, he's great. He just but, played the monarch. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, he was talking about he plays in Europe, and they love American music, so he has a huge following over there. And so it also may depend on where you're at in the world. True. And, you know, you yeah. may be able to take music... American music to other countries that you would be like a freaking rock star there because they love American music. So that's something to think about. Yeah, there was um oh. there was a band that I think they were called Oedipus. Something like that, but there was they were they were based out of Pasadena, California and we saw them we saw them play my old band um with Luke Powers Bolt Action Thrill. We did a gig with them this place called uh Pasadena something pub anyways they something like that they were they would tour Europe they had like a hit in Sweden or Finland or something like a number one song so they'd go over there and tour for like two three months a year and then they'd make enough money doing that to come back and just live find a niche find a niche that sounds awesome I think it was called Oedipus have you I guess speaking of Oedipus man I I guess (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> am I, am I, Platypus, I know where you're going <laughs> Platypus must be on hiatus for a little while <laughs> Boys Platypus That's our band name Platypus, Platypus. No we, we said we, we went against that one. Oh my god <laughs> so, uh, Excited to hear more about this uh, yeah. Alright <laughs> right, how, you, how do you spell it now I don't remember P-L-A-I-D It's like plaid Like plaid shirt Uh A Puss, P U S S. Plaid a puss. Plaid a puss. Three words. <laughs> I'm in, do it. <laughs> it's all because of Brent. 
Oh, hell, dude. I like I it. Come I, up, you came up with the name. I like bad plaid. Bad plaid. Bad plaid. Uh, platitude. Platitude. <laughs> There's all kinds of plays on plaid. Bad platitude. <laughs> I like bad plaid. <laughs> Platypus is pretty, uh, pretty awesome. Platypus. Platypus. With a little octopus motion. I, I was wondering why you had that little smirk when I was talking about it. So I was like, there's something going on in his mind that I don't know about. Right. It happens often. Oh, uh, I think we'll have a little more. Hello, my name is Ryan. I'll up for you. More. It's a, it's an inside joke. We we played a show at Off the Rails, like the three of us and Lee and Spencer. When's our next Logger. gig? Oh yeah, that was uh, recent. Yeah, it was a good time. June June third. June third. June third. June the third. Neil and I have booked the next the next show for Memorial Day weekend and we're thinking <laughs> we're all gonna be out of town, so uh, don't blame me. I was just next to you. <laughs> Let's ask Dusty our questions. All right. Raw with no time. He has no time to think about him. Raw dogging these questions, homie. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dusty, tell us something non-musical about you. People need to know. I love to cook. There we uh, go. An excellent cook. Nice. All right, what's, what's up? What's your favorite dish? What's your best dish? Uh, searing steak. Searing a steak and um, baked potato salad. Ooh. And you cook, you cook on the road, too, for your band, right? Well, I didn't ever really have to because our bass player, Alex, he actually, he, he's, a, he's a better cook than I am. And he would, you know, he, I mean, he, kinda, he makes his own, like, brush, you know, brochet buns and, and, like, biscuits and this, that, and the other. But he, brought, he bought a, one of those Coleman... Um, Flat iron skillets. Well, stove, he, he, like camping yeah, stove? camping stove. It had a couple, couple, just a propane powered mm-hmm. oh. thing. So he was, you know, like it was whenever, whenever we'd have time, you know, he'd uh, bust that out and, and cook and great stuff. Chorizo, mac and cheese, kind of shout out Alex Roberts. Alex Roberts. He's not bad. online. He's, he's a, he's a phantom ghost. No, he's, he doesn't even, he doesn't have Instagram or. He's a bad, bad man. He is, dude. I love he's that about him. He just, he's a great bass yeah. player. And, and a uh, great dude, and he just stays away from the internet world. It's nice, that. nice. That. That's, um, that's very bass player-like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when you go over to Dusty's for a cookout sometimes, so yeah. Like, yeah, dude. I'm down. For sure. <laughs> Anytime. Next time you have James's place, we're oh, going to come no, over nobody, there. Nobody can cook like James. What? James is a phenomenal All right, James. Dude. We'll take an invite to another, yeah, just yeah. a... James Stapleton. James Stapleton. At the barn. Yeah. Talk so we just missed a jam at the barn, man. I remember seeing that on Facebook. Mm. I did not. It next, was a good Next one, time. When, when's the next one? We can't announce it. He's trying to control crowds. Jams are special anyway. I know it won't be for a while. At least one of the open like Sunday jams. We're going to be having more of them at the Monarch. Okay. There you go. That's what's up. Got to get out to the Monarch and figure out our microphone placement and things. You gonna mount on the ceiling? Hang out. No. I hope so. I need to talk to Mark about it. Show him, show him what we're going to use to do it. There that it would is. be that would that's the that's the thing we would use. But the uh, pole would be gone. We'd put that on when we're there. So the only thing that would be there when we're not there is the it's the little base, which is just about that big around. So nobody would even see it. And how do you? How does it? It just records and you go and get like a, a disc out of it or something, or is it does it shoot? No, just you? for the microphone because our microphone oh, was a one. little bit it was a little bit too far from the stage, you know. So we were 
Uh, it's cool having the crowd and the ambient sound and everything, but it was too much of that and not enough of the stage. So we need to get about, we need just to close the, close the, the space, probably about was, half the Was distance. Sophia the last one you recorded there? Yes. I think so, yeah. Shit, even if it was it's hanging right over the stage or like in front of it or something, if it's that. Yeah. As long as he doesn't mind, but it would be the only thing on that flat black yeah. roof. Yeah. It wouldn't be in the way ceiling. at all. No, it wouldn't be in the way. Yeah. Yeah, so we just need to go out there and let him check it out. Yeah, beg him, see what it looks like. I'm sure he'd be down. <laughs> right. All right, so tell us, Dusty, about a nightmare gig or something that's oh. something embarrassing that's happened to you on stage. Uh, okay, um, nightmare gig. Oh yeah. Um, so it was. Um, this is when I was my old band, Future Villains. And we were on tour with Steel Panther, and we were getting ready to play in New York City. This place called the, uh, oh, I can't remember. It'll come to me. But um, some, Irving Plaza. Irving Plaza. And literally the gig I was looking forward to the most. I had never played in New York City. And a couple days before we get there, I can't remember where we were playing, Panther's tour manager was like, hey, when you we were we were we were in a twenty five foot motorhome pulling a five by ten or six by ten trailer, something like that. So we were about like thirty two feet long ish. And their tour manager was like, hey, before we get to New York, rent a U-Haul van, bring just your necessities, leave your camper or your or your motorhome and your trailer somewhere overnight before you get to New York, rent a van. Do that. Don't bring your motorhome and trailer through Manhattan. And we were just like, we were like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then as things never go as planned, usually for an independent band, we just kind of. How bad can it be? Exactly. We'll be able to make it work, whatever. So we knew, we knew going in, like if we didn't do that, what we'd have to do is dump the, dump the gear, park, double park outside, dump the gear. And then go move the motorhome 33 blocks away and then cab it back to the venue. So we get there or we get, we get to the Washington bridge or something that's the, or that's this tunnel we were getting ready to go through. And then we got stopped because they were checking people and like, you know, this, that, and the other, and we couldn't go through this tunnel because we had a propane tank. So we, they had to stop New York traffic for us to turn around. We turned around. This was going to put us out like two blocks from the venue. And then we had to, when it shot us back away, we it was like a mile and a half during rush hour. So it took us, we were going to be like five, ten minutes away. It took us an hour and a half, if not two hours, to get there. We missed, we missed our sound check, so we just had to hurry up and load our gear out. So our guitar player, who was a real gem of a dude, met up with his ex-wife and skipped load out. So then we, we it was just two, we, it was our merch guy or tour manager and then our our drummer were the only guys loading the gear in the venue when me and or we we loaded we got it out we loaded it out of the trailer then me and our bass player had to go park the motor home 33 blocks away so on the way to do it 33 33 blocks away so then we're when when we're on following our apple maps or whatever we're coming up to our turn and then we see the street sign says no trucks cars only it's because there was a a, a low bridge or whatever underpass that we couldn't fit through. So we had to go straight and when we're the only street to go through, we can't, you know, what are we going to do? We can't back up. Literally there's nothing we could do. 
so this on the street that we took was loaded with transit vehicle like transit buses city buses all on the right side and then cars on the left and like it just it looked tight and it was it was like a few inches too small <laughs> so we're like going in like just slowly rolling in and start knocking mirrors off of these <laughs> off of these um transit buses and i was like dude go left pull up pull left so he starts moving left a little bit and then just annihilates the side of this like impala and oh. he's like I'm, I'm, I'm hitting these cars man i'm hitting these fucking cars. you're committed you're committed <laughs> so yeah i was like we can't stop you know what i mean what so well, we could have anyway so this cop walks out he's walking a canine and then he just gets in front of the car and just is like stop so he stops us and then he's like all these buses are getting ready to leave in like five minutes which of course we didn't know that found out the car the car that we destroyed the full right side of was an unmarked cop car so then he was like you can leave a note and and hope that they don't give you a hit and run or he's like you should really just call it and file it so we called it in or tried calling in they were like yeah nobody can be there for but mind you we have 45 minutes till we have to be on stage 33 blocks away 33 blocks away and then cab it cat we have to get there you know and we were we were like at this point we were like 10 10 ish blocks from where we needed to park it so all the people buses, behind you blowing the horns and oh things. Yeah, yeah it was it was a night well p- fortunately people could, we weren't too far up to where people could see that we were just it was completely blocked off so there was there but there were a couple people that pulled up that were you know kind of been out of shape it's like sorry there's nothing we can do you know yeah because new yorkers are really nice people oh man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and uh so we the buses finally start to leave and then we had to pull over and then i like the cop was like hey this is this 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 is from this precinct so i literally run and get this cop he was like the quintessential like ideal new york cop he had on a yankees cap and his badge was on his necklace you know what i mean <laughs> i was like i was like we're, we're kind of far so you don't mind running he's like no let's go so he like jogged with me it was kind of cool but then he gets the he gets there, he's like yeah this isn't from our precinct this is from like 10 blocks that way and i was like we gotta go we just gotta go we gotta leave a note because we're not gonna miss the show so then we finally you know we leave a note we park and then get to the venue the cop had already contacted us it was like I'm gonna go get an estimate, whatever, and we're like, okay. So we get on stage. We arrive about five minutes before we're supposed to play. So we just start slamming beers. I was like, super stressed out, uh. you know. So then our guitar player who ditched the load in, his amp is all messed up and starts going out during every song, every <laughs> single song. And like at one point, like you know, after he could, it was go out for too long, you know. I was, we were just, we just stopped and David, our bass player was like, you got to let the crowd know it's up. We've just had such a hell of a day. Just, just talk to him. And I was like, that's a good idea. So I told, I told him, you know, what, what was going on. And then fortunately there were some real cool people that donated a bunch of money like that, you know, just was like ho- hooking us up, but it ended up, co- ended up costing us like, I think it was eight, 1800 bucks, you know, to get, which was about a quarter of our money that we had, but also was probably a really fair price because oh was yeah the back right fender the front oh right yeah fender, that, that's both the doors, that the sound bad. Yeah, yeah it was it was it was you know oh wow. but uh yeah so that was the worst <laughs> tour day worst gig day the only good ending of that story would be you call the go the cab to go back and it's the cash cab <laughs> <laughs> and you win like and you win eighteen hundred dollars on the way back <laughs> and you're like yeah Oh man, yeah, that would have been uh, that would have been a good ending that day. But yeah, that was 
<laughs> but that was that was another thing that was awesome about like getting you know kind of balancing that out in the universe because when we played new york with this last run that my band did it was like one of the best if not the best show of the tour was one of them i remember you talked about that one. Yeah, yeah that was an awesome one but man yeah. that first one was a bitch <laughs> it was ta- it was just everything went wrong everything went wrong who's the last independent local artist you listen to peyton bowling yeah yeah what about Is you it- brent um what is the last show that I saw? Oh, Yappa at Melwood Tower. Not a show, just listen to. Or listen to? Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, yeah, tell us about Yappa. That's a Latin band. Oh, yeah. Yappa was awesome, Where'd man. they play? Melwood Tavern. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Um, I'm hoping we can get them on here. A lot of percussion. Seven piece. Um, yeah, so they had classical, two classical guitars, a lot of hand percussion, some uh, different flutes and things from like South America. Um, Stand up, ba- upright bass, fiddle. Uh, the drummer had kind of made his own kit, cajon for like a kick drum, bongos. Very, oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got to get right? them in here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was Fiddle awesome. Suit? It was very entertaining. Blakely. Burger. Mm-hmm. And Is then, yeah. And then, other than that, after after the podcast last week, I was listening to Trap King Kai stuff on Spotify. And yeah. It's awesome, man. It is like throwback hip hop. Like, yeah. old, it is. Yeah. What's it called? Trap Trap King Kai. Cool. He was on with a live band. Um, Church Friends. Church Friends. Church last, Friends. Yeah, oh, they were awesome, last man. Episode. It's like, yeah. it's like throwback. Wait, I'll be uh, oh. deep in that tomorrow. It, it was awesome. I want to say, did he, is he going to be on the Pork Castle? Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. he to say. Well, I just, saw, I just found, saw his name. I, I don't know if he's, he's on. He's it. not he on the festival. He did the opening, or he did oh, the announcement yeah. show. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah. Where I saw, that's where I saw his name. Cool. Which I was like. I'll check him out. He's a hell of a dude, too. Yeah. He's always a good time. Yeah. What about you? Mine was Peyton Bowling. I All listened right. to Peyton Bowling uh, today. Yeah. All right. What about you? Hill House. Yeah, Hill House. Uh, uh, Taylor Shuck. Oh, hey, wait. It never fails. Ellie, Ellie comes Ellie? up on every on podcast. Yeah. I think Ellie's been mentioned yeah. on every single podcast. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Taylor Shuck. And, I mean, uh, that's good so stuff, good. though. Hill House. So I listened to that not too long ago. It's so good. They just, I believe, recorded at La La Land. I know, or something. It's no, no. I'm it's sorry. Probably, no, uh, it, it was Mama Said String Band. It was Mama yeah. okay. Taylor used to be in. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's in. That, that guy is insane. Blo- blows my mind. Insane. Yeah. Blows my mind. Like I, I saw, um, I saw them. I met Taylor right the day they were playing at this festival called Moonshiners Ball, uh-huh. which was a blast. Um, Hot Brown Smackdown played there, and then like yeah. Sam, Sam Bush. Oh yeah, it was a real treat, man. Forty nine Winchester. Bush. I didn't. I didn't meet him. I'm just oh, just watching him perform. Yeah, it was just a great guitar player too. Like yeah. he was playing mandolin and just shred on guitar. But um, yeah, I saw Taylor play with Mama Said then, and it was like stupid. Blew my mind. Yeah, and he's a classically trained guitar player too, right? I think or, so. Yeah, yeah. At, at Eastern started. Kentucky, right? Yeah, yeah. He, so he uh, didn't have banjo. So if I remember right, so he he wrote. Uh, the curriculum for East EKU's guitar class, didn't he? Didn't he say that? I don't know, man. Your memory's stupid compared to that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he wrote the curriculum for their classical guitar class. Well, not surprising. I don't think I made that up. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen anybody play a banjo like yeah. him before, and yeah, maybe they have a banjo course now, and he wrote that curriculum. I got another question. Should 
All right. We'll start with you. Oh. Who what, do a, you, what a treat. You might know this now. Spotify puts you here in stats. But who, who, what artists do you listen to most? Like, who's somebody you can turn on and just listen to a, for a half-hour car Me? ride somewhere? Yeah. Billy Strings all day. Billy Strings? Yeah. yeah. Billy Strings, Doc, Doc Watson, or, or Tony Rice, uh, if I'm in that mood, which is all the time anymore. What if you're not in guitar no. bluegrass mood? Marcus King. Uh, uh, I could go with old uh, Bill Withers. I could do that for a while. Any old, uh, old like... I don't know, man. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Prince. Yeah. The Gorillas. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, anybody, dude. I mean, I could get lost in a half an hour. That's how you listen to music, though, isn't it? That's don't you listen, listen to artists for like extended times yep. and then you go to somebody else? The Diggable yeah. Planets. Oh, man. That, yeah, dude. You, you throw the Diggable Planets uh, first, uh, first record on. Oh, it's so good. Or even Blowout Come, the second record. I mean, Talk about jazz meets hip hop. It's, it's what's it called again? The, the diggable planets. Diggable, diggable planets. planets. Like oh, man. it's probably what like early nineties hip hop, late eighties, early nineties. Like with with uh, oh, jazz band instruments, like stand up so, bass. So uh, good. You ever heard? Some, I'm, I'm cool like that. Oh I'm man, cool like Check that. I'm cool like that. Cool like maybe, that. Maybe a half. Yeah, you heard it. Like, here's the bass line. Oh, yeah, okay. I knew you know it if I did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Dusty? Yeah. Who do you listen to most? Um, that's a loaded question, man. But I would say as far as like... That I that I could listen to on my own. Like, I listen a lot. I listen to a lot of Sturgill Simpson and Queen as over the last couple of years. Been, you know, digging yeah. to them. But like, that's... Stur- if, Putting on any time, no matter what the environment, Sturgill's kind of Sturgill and, and Tyler have been kind of my go-to guys. And oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, piggyback Tyler because that lately's been a super yeah. stuck. Because I, I wasn't. I remember when Lee and Jessica and you guys started listening to Tyler. I just wasn't into him at all. Yeah, at all. Um, knew he was good, just didn't. wasn't feeling didn't, it. Just yeah. wasn't feeling it. But lately, last. Four months, five months, I've dug in. I'm like, all right, this is... You know, have you listened to... Um, well, it was Rogan's interview with um, Rick Rubin. I have not. I haven't heard it. I heard it's, it's amazing. A, it's awesome. I heard it's, the book's amazing, too. I've been listening to that, too. Yeah, it's... It, the it's For me, at least, it's tough to... It's tough to follow. Like, I got, I got to go back a lot because he just... He spits out a lot of information that it's like... I need more time to think about what he's saying right now. You know, it's not just like it's and he's talking to you as well. It's not like he's just, you know, it's, but it's great. A lot of like mind opening and, you know, uh, just different ways of thinking, but oh, he's it, definitely a wise dude, dude, big yeah. time. And I love his podcast is awesome too. Um, I think it's called broken record. He's like you guys. Yeah, he's great. It's he's awesome. great. He's great at like talk, talking to artists and like, you know, he just not just asking the, same routine questions and whatnot and you know a true appreciation for the art form but when in his interview with rogan he mentions something they're talking about um i think they're talking about the grateful dead and this is and i could be wrong but he was mentioning rogan like joe was saying something about how he's like he just hasn't gotten into him he's you know and um then um 
uh, Jesus, I'm blanking his name now. Ruben. Ruben's Ruben's like, well, they just you haven't you haven't um found found their you haven't found their their way in yet. Like it just hasn't happened for in which that was a thing with me and and um the Grateful Dead before I started hanging out with James and he listens to a lot of jam band music and then like you know so that's you know same kind of thing you're talking about with Childers like when you first start listening to somebody you don't really get it sometimes uh-huh. and then like it just kind of finds its way into where it's like okay. Now I'm now I understand. Now I'm believe it or not, I was like that with the Beatles for a long time. Really? I, I never really got into uh, listening to the, the Beatles, Beatles and now I love the Beatles. Beatles are yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. I loved them growing up and then I hated them when I started discovering new music because I was like, I'm tired of listening to this old man yeah. shit. <clears throat> and then I'm like as I got in my like later teens and whatever, I was like, Okay, yeah, they're they're amazing. Yeah, they they did what? good. Yeah. And then when you realize what you just went and listened to was a million versions of people trying to be the Beatles, yeah. really. I mean, because it boils down to a lot of that. For, yeah. About you, uh, Grant? My, mine's probably kind of embarrassing because I was like the top like 0.05% of <laughs> Black Angels listeners. Like, I love the Black Angels. It's like psychedelic rock. Um, that's probably the one band I can put on just like random and listen to any song they've done. It's real droney, kind of like, Velvet Underground stuff. I, I don't know. I like like psychedelic rock like that. It's kind of like droney. But my mom was like, I don't know. It was random. I don't even remember my top five. But it, like Beatle, and I like the weird Beatle stuff, like the White Album type stuff. And um, I listen to. I think Bob Marley might have been on there. Like Bob Dylan. Just I mine's probably very eclectic, random. Yeah. Different kinds of music, but yeah. Brad. New bands, I'd definitely say probably the last couple of years has been Lake Street Dive. They're good. Awesome. I can I can yeah. turn I, I can listen to their music for hours. Yeah. Yeah. I you just like, like the vibe. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, then, uh so Spencer went and saw them and said they did basically do a one mic setup for the whole at the Ryman. Oh really? And said it was I think one mic the whole time. Yeah. Which is even cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Now I know why I like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first time I ever saw, I ever found out about it, it was probably like 2013 or 14 maybe, and it was them on the sidewalk with a microphone doing a, a Jackson 5 I Want You Back cover. And I was like, uh, this is too yeah. cool, man. It's so slow and just like yeah. jazzy. That girl's voice is just crazy out of this world, man. Yeah. And then, the, I mean, but they got the, the bass player and the drummer all do harmonies and... Yeah, they're they're special. Then sometimes I get on old Motown kicks. Just any old Motown artist I can I listen can, to. I can see oh, your, yeah. I can see you doing Motown faces, dude. As it can. I can see you jamming to some Motown. I've seen you play some Motown. Hell yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen your Motown suit. Yeah. <laughs> Man, we've been sitting here shooting a bull for about an hour, fellas. Big Amen. It. It was enjoyed quick. it. Yeah. yeah. Had a good time. Hell yeah, man. Cheers, man. Cheers. I miss you already, Brad. <laughs> miss you already, buddy. We'll see you guys next time. You know, next episode is 160, which means it's our final episode of season 10. Ooh, Damn. Seasons. You know, we need to do something special for episode 200. What should we do? For sure. I don't know. It's 40 episodes away, so we got a while, but we're going to. Maybe maybe, maybe film it off location. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. episode two yeah. live at the Monarch. I was just thinking like the same time you said I was that thinking maybe awesome. off lo- yeah. you know, different location. Yeah, that'd be fun. So maybe we do all day thing. Yeah, and have a bunch of have a bunch of people invite people out. Live full on show, open door. 
figured out. That'd be awesome. Sure. Have an all day. Yeah, yeah, I'd say make it a two or three hour and have all kinds of different artists do one song yeah. each. Like I best guests. Call in. Like all of this is I have Dusty Grill some steak. Or or this is like pre COVID, pre COVID, you all were talking about having like an outdoor show or something with all the past guests. We could do it yeah. there outside. It could be outdoor yeah. or indoor, but have like past guests come on, everybody do like one song and make it like back. all day, like Yeah. That'd be that'd be uh, awesome. You gotta have more than yeah. one song. Yeah. Half hour. And plus, you know, I mean, I, 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 love, I love all of our artists, but I don't know how, you know, that's a commitment. You got to get people to, you got to get people to commit. It could be, that's the thing, man. You can make it whatever you want there. It could, you could have a writer's round going on inside. You could have the bands playing out on the, in the garden. Yeah. You know, you could yep. do, you could do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That'd be rad. So that's 200, 160s next week. Yeah. Yep. We're still 40. Or just, so or it'll just, happen. Invite all the past guests. Just have like an an open jam, or just have top it, whatever happens transpires, and have everybody kind of hang out. So what would that be? That, no, well, I'd be. That's going to be winter. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, it's going to be winter. I'm glad that we were talking about this and thinking about this because the one thing I was thinking about recently was the I, the this the Louisville community we talked about many times and how amazing it is. But I think what I think what I'm not seeing so much is. There's there's little overlap in some of the the groups. Mm-hmm. So if we can be the people that bring those groups together to meet, because I strictly Love think it. I strictly think it's because all of those people hasn't haven't met. Yeah, like trap. Uh, everybody should know everybody. Trap King Cash should know everybody. You should know everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody should know every group of people because they talked about people in this city like uh, Joy Phantom and all these guys that we've heard of and and listened to. Uh, but are in a, a circle that we are getting into, but it is a different. I mean, there's just a few of those. If we can bring those together and, and have them meet and create this one unit, yeah, be the start of an annual like gathering or fest. Yeah, that'd be well, we awesome. We can call like it a, the like gathering a, gathering of the juggalos. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> oh, bring together the, awesome. bring together all these different local musicians for like you know an annual kind of hangout or whatever. Yeah, dude. I think yeah, I think cool. getting that crossover it'd be awesome. All right, we got forty weeks, man. The planet. <laughs> Who's in charge? <laughs> I guess Brad. Us. Brad. <laughs> Raise your hand if it's Brad. <laughs> I'll help. I'll do whatever I can. All right, so those two sweets to bring into the operation. Exciting. It's been great. Yeah, man. See See you next time.